Well, hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And it's great to have you here with me in Australia. G'day, mate. How are you? That's Australian. Uh, It's good to have you here with me. Day 167 of 365 days of Bible reading. It is a long road, but a great road, and I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am digging in and getting all of this stuff out of the Bible, plus so much more that I'm not even talking about because we've got a short time and I want to honor your time today. Hey, if it is day number one, you're joining us for the first time, you stumbled across this, feel free to head back to day number one, no matter what platform you're on, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or any of our devotional platforms and get into it from day number one. Let this devotional build on itself. Let's talk about what scriptures we're going to be reading today. They are in the descriptions on every platform. Psalm 74, verse 10 to 17. Acts chapter 10, verse 23b to chapter 11, 18. And 1 Kings chapter 1, verse... uh, Sorry, chapter 1, verse 1 to chapter 2, verse 12. New book for today. Looking forward to getting into that very soon. Let's talk brews, though. And yesterday... I had a hunt and brew, and it was lovely, really good. I actually polished that off so fast. Today I've got another one of the hunt and brews. This is the Peru Mocha. Now, this has got notes of caramel and hazelnut with a long cocoa finish. Looking forward to getting into a mocha. Really enjoyed the last one that we had, and loving this coffee so far. So... This is from, these beans are from Peru, and they've been brewed here in Australia, roasted and brewed here in Australia by Hunt and Brew. Let's give this a try, and let's see what this tastes like, and if it's as good uh, with the chocolatey vibe as yesterday's Australian one was. Let's give this a try. Wow. Wow, okay. It's not, you know when you have a iced coffee uh, or like a cold brew coffee and you're like, it's a mocha but it tastes really sugary. This feels like it's got a real absence of sugar in this. It's still 17 grams of sugar in here but you can't really taste it at all. Uh, in fact, it's natural sugar. There's no added sugar in here. There's full cream milk, cold brewed coffee, which makes up 19% of this. Uh, roasted coffee, which is made up of roasted coffee grounds and then black cocoa, which is 0.5%. The rest is milk. So, and water. That's amazingly good. Um, It doesn't taste like a mocha you'd get at a cafe either. There's not much sugar, not much chocolate in there. I like it, not as much as yesterday's one. I'm gonna give it an eight though, because it's still brilliant. It's still some of the best like iced coffee you could have, or cold coffee drink you could have, I think, so far. I love this, hunt and brew. You seriously gotta give this a try if you're in Australia. Apart from that though, eight out of 10, let's move on into the Bible, the reason that we are here for today. I'm loving this coffee. Have you ever heard someone say, you're either with me or against me? I don't know if these things are as black and white in relationship as people like to think. I think I can be for someone, but not agree with their opinion or what they're doing at the same time. With God, however, it's a little bit different. He's very clear that we have a choice. We're either all for him or we're not for him. We don't have a middle ground with God. We're either all in or we're not in at all. Matthew 12, 30 says, whoever is not with me is against me and whoever does not gather with me scatters. 
What if I'm on board with the New Testament and not the Old Testament? That's a question that I hear often. I believe that the New Testament is good, but the Old Testament is not, or vice versa. I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. I, 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 what if I love this part of theology, but I'm sketchy on this part? God is abundantly clear. We don't get a middle ground in Christianity. We're either all in for God or we're not. Revelation 3.16, these are scriptures that we haven't, uh, this one's a scripture we haven't read yet, but I think it's important for today. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. I don't know about you, but I certainly don't want to be spit out of God's mouth. I don't want to be, to be fair, in God's mouth at all. It doesn't feel like it's a great place to be. But if I have to be, I'd rather be in his mouth than out of his mouth. You know what I'm saying? We see this clearly in our scriptures today. And that's what I want to talk about today, being all in with God. The psalmist we, we've been reading about yesterday in Psalm 74 has a choice. I either go with God or I go against him. Though he feels separated from God at the start of our passage, you could paraphrase, you could paraphrase, or you could paraphrase the start of this as, where are you, God? Though he feels that way, we now read that he declares the goodness and power and authority of God. At the time of the ancient Near East where the, the, this was written, the surrounding nations worshipped many gods. Leviathan were worshipped. The sun and the moon was worshipped as well. But our psalmist writes that uh, God chops off the head of the Leviathan that he established the sun and the moon. The psalmist here is declaring the one true God because he created them. He had a choice. He could go with God or he could not. He could go with God despite his pain or he could go without God because of his pain and go to comfort things to make him feel comfortable in his pain. He had a choice. Go with God with all his power or go against him. And when you look at it, our psalmist did what the psalmist did. He articulates his problem. He asks for he asks his questions. He asks for answers. He expects his answers, but he ultimately chooses to do what everybody should do. It's a bit of a no-brainer. We should all go with God. Peter and the apostles also have a choice. They go with God's new, unfamiliar, scandalous declaration of the inclusion of the Gentiles or, or go completely against God in this journey. Uh, this thought shocked uh, shocked them. It was a shocking thought that God had given to them. But by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on Cornelius and his family, Peter strongly supported this new work of God. Peter had tasted what it was like uh, to not be for Jesus. When he denied Jesus for his own safety out of fear, it was a lesson that he would learn. His conviction and exclamation in Acts 11.17 shows us that he is unequivocally for God. So if God gave them the same gift, he gave us who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Who was I to think that I could stand in God's way? That's what he says in Acts 11.17. We either accept the whole word of God or we can't accept any of it. And finally today, we see Adonijah. Adonijah? David's son, choosing, uh, choosing God against God's declaration and, sorry, choosing to go against, not choosing to cast, <laughs> misread that, these lines are blurring together, uh, choosing to go against God's declaration and claim the throne for himself. He tried to set himself up as king without the blessing of God. He even chose not to invite the man of God to his proceedings 
and to the celebration party. That's a bit telling about where his head and his heart was at. He went on his own way. And by not going with God, he was setting himself up against God. And we know that that didn't end well for him. In contrast, David places Solomon on the throne. It was God's choice, but David follows through. David's final parting words of wisdom of Solomon alongside these instructions was a choice. It, it, was, it was more than a choice. It was an urging to choose right. This is what he says in 1 Kings 2.3. And observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in obedience to him and keep his decrees and his commands, his laws and his regulations. As written in the law of Moses. Do this so that you may prosper in all that you do wherever you go. You either choose all of God, all of this life, or none of it. The choice is yours. First of the day. Psalm 74, 16 says, The day is yours, and yours also the night. You establish the sun and the moon. I want to take a moment today and encourage someone that the night is also the Lord's. I know many people who struggle with sleep, struggle with nightmares or fear at night. And perhaps night is hard on your mental health journey. This verse reminds us today that even in the dark of the night, it doesn't belong to the enemy. It belongs to God. If you struggle with sleep, declare this over your room. Anoint your bedroom with oil and welcome the Holy Spirit and his angels to guard you while you sleep. Because the day is the Lord's, but also the night. And that is it for day 167 here on The Daily Brew. Thank you so much for joining me, no matter if you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or any of our other platforms. So good to have you with me today in Australia. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm praying God's blessing upon you. A massive thank you to you as well if you've already on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, especially followed and rated the podcast. If you're on YouTube, great to see you. Make sure you subscribe and click the like video on this devotional if it's been a blessing to you. That is it though for today. Join me tomorrow, the last of our coffees before Annalise takes us over for tea week. She's back in New Zealand at the moment and I miss her with all of my heart at the time of this recording and forevermore. That is it though for today. If it's a study day, have a great rest of your day. Unless it's sleepy time, good night, sleep tight and we'll see you tomorrow back here for The Daily Brew.